Welcome to another episode of the Tech That Doesn't Bycast. I am Simon, and joining me, of course, is my good friend, Jeff Worden. Hello! How's it going, everybody? Don't know, because we don't hear you. Yeah, obviously, we don't. Yeah, that, well, there's that. Right, it's a one-sided conversation. I can talk at you all day long, and you'd never say a word. Exactly. That's not. That's sometimes not so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Maybe. How are you doing, Simon? All's good with you. Good with you, I hope. Doing good, man. Doing good. Rock on, brother. Rock on. Rocking on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, another week going on pretty quickly. <laughs> yes, so. it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Can't believe it's already June. Uh, it's starting to feel like it, but yeah, it, it's kind of hard to believe that it's actually June now, yeah. which means like, God, wait, <laughs> next week actually the mask mandate is done. June fifteenth, man. Yeah, but it's just, yeah. Well, it's not to say you can't keep them on. I mean, you know, if you really would feel the need to keep it on, and you know, no, I'm much better looking with it on. Hey, you know, don't let me stop you. But yeah, you know, but hey, the mask mandate will be done. You know, things getting back to normal. I, the traffic has started sucking really bad again, right? Yeah, that's oh a down, the, the downside of oh my god, everything kind of restoring back to normal. It's right? coming back to normal, which which is really for, good for us in SoCal. You know, traffic, crappy traffic is normal. Yeah. That's the one normal I don't want. I'll get there in 20 minutes. Yeah, but you're across town with traffic. Oh, okay. There'll be another two hours. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's why I like, ladies and gentlemen, when, whenever we say that somewhere is only 10 miles, yeah. it might be, might be doable for other places and other states, but here in California, that's... It's a pain in the ass. Dude. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's at least that's at least thirty minutes. Don't even kid yourself. Ten miles is about thirty minutes. It's it's ridiculous. Depends where. where Depends where. That yeah. is true. It does depend yeah. on where. It does depend on where. But anyways, oh, other than that, you know, it's June. Where it means we're halfway through the year. Yay! I guess. Yay! Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, we'll see what yep. else is going on. We world. will see. We will see. All right. Well, Simon, what are we starting off with today? What have we got here? Well. Yesterday, now speaking of a year, now June is always the annual WWDC Worldwide Developer Conference from Apple. All right. And like I said, the year go by very fast because I felt like we just, we only did the 2020 version <sighs> not too long ago. So, right on, right on. It's a, we're already in the 2021 version. So yesterday they did the keynote event at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right. And it lasted about like, close to two hours okay wow and i had a chance to check out the video and for the most part you know it's as what it seems mostly software focused right no right. hardware 
And it's rarely that they announce any hardware stuff mm. at WWDC. It's rarely. I mean, they have well, yeah, quite it, a it, while. I mean, so yeah, well, software is always getting updated, you know, on a, on a basically near constant basis. Hardware, it, it it needs to just work, and if it works, then you don't really need to improve it per se, unless you're making a major leap of some kind. I, yeah. I suppose, unless there's a well, I, I think problem. they're they're just keeping those hardware secret right now. <laughs> Let's let's go with that too. Yeah. Sure, let's go and with that. For most of their hardware event, it's always a separate event, anyways. Ah, okay, all right. It's always like some random event in April or some random event in like November. No, not November. It's usually in April. Okay, all right. You know, some weird date in that like it's like only <laughs> two weeks of notice. Like, hey, we're announcing something in two weeks. Like, okay. So, so if it's in April, is it like in four twenty? <laughs> Never mind. Go on. So tell us more about the WWDC. Probably, yeah. <laughs> they are based in Cupertino, California. So. That is true. So. That is true. Not exactly the weed capital of the world, but, you know, probably one of her top 10. Who knows? So everything announced at WWDC, um, you know, there's a nine-minute video. If you guys don't want to watch the one hour and 50-somewhat minute video. And I'm going to admit to you, there are some parts I skipped because I didn't find it interesting. No? No. But... Just to recap some of the things that they announced that I, I thought that was kind of interesting to me. It was FaceTime and iOS 15. They're also basically allows you to invite your friends mm -hmm. that are on either Android or on a Windows PC. Okay. All right. So All that's right. a pretty, you know, I'll say pretty interesting thing that they're doing in that, in terms of um, bringing FaceTime to Android users and people to join on the web. So basically what I do is I will create an invite on my iPhone, send it to you via email, text, whatever. And all right. you do from a browser, you know, an Android browser, which is probably gonna be google chrome most likely and or on a pc you just use that link kind of like zoom but more on facetime so it looks something it's not gonna look like zoom it's still gonna look like that facetime weird weird look you know? it's <laughs> like everyone's floating for some reason <laughs> but they do have a grid view but i don't know but you need a lot of friends to have that grid view. i don't know the way <laughs> the way they demonstrate it shows like there's like a bunch of people no, they're all pay, they're all paid actors we know that yeah. there's no way that you know your average nerd like you and i are gonna have like a lot of friends i mean that's just, that's just ridiculous to go over three is just excessive for us that's that's like a gold mine for us no way yeah but you know to be able to finally use facetime with non-iphone users i think that's a win it, it sounds like it might be a win i may have to actually try that out then if that's good i think i i think i saw a blurb about that i was kind of intrigued by it so i i think it's a win because you know, if it's successful, mm -hmm. you know, I message on the web. I don't know. I don't know. So, It'll be interesting. I It'll feel like interesting. it's them, like you know, kind of, you know, getting their foot wet with this. You know, try 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 it out on the non-Apple platform. So, like, let's give this a try. Let's see how how well it does first before you know jumping all in. Okay, well, it, it's really going to suck if it actually picks up a little bit and they say, yeah, yeah, we're not getting enough people on there and they actually pull it. So that would be really yeah. low. So that I don't is. know. It sounds, it sounds like if they're going to commit to it, they're going to have to really like commit like 110% to actually get it to work. 
Um, I mean, unless they, it's it's just somehow just so incompatible or so bug ridden that you know, be it you know hardware incompatibilities or you know just software just you know can't handle it or whatever it is. Right. You know, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm trying. intrigued by it. I'm intrigued by it. So they also you know released some new stuff, other stuff in iOS 15, you know, like um, spatial audio. Right. And basically, when you're doing FaceTime, there's a way you can just pick your mic, and it uses AI to mim minimize the background noises and they demonstrate okay. it. so it just focuses on your voice so let's say someone blowing you know like you know what we did yesterday a tuba we were, <laughs> yeah. no you know when yesterday we were trying to film something and, right you got, you got you the know, breeze blowing the gardeners right. you know so <laughs> those guys <laughs> so the video they demonstrate will kind of mimic that situation and All right. this person just i guess click on the microphone with I don't know, some sort of functionality that will let you remove or minimize the background noise and just focus on your voice. Mm -hmm. So again, had to definitely test on that. Yeah, no, that, that definitely would be something I'd want to look into, see how how good that particular bit of tech yeah. is. That'd be interesting. Yeah, it's apparently it's called voice isolation. Voice. Okay, I think I've heard something akin to that. Yeah. I think I think I'd mentioned that or or we had talked about it on a previous episode where that was well, that was that the new technology that was coming out. Yes. And but but it was only really good when it was used like in Zoom meeting or office type settings as opposed to like being outside and using it or something like that. It, it's been a while. I'd have to look up my notes on on that kind of thing. But I remember actually reading about that and I was really intrigued by it. I'm like, oh yeah, it's got this, this, and this. It looked really good. So I was eager to see what was gonna happen. So now 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 it looks like it's come to fruition. I'm guessing like a year later at this point. I'm not even sure when when that when I talked about that way back when but yeah i remember yeah. talking not too long ago <laughs> and also the pandemic has kind of erased time for me i, I have no <laughs> idea when anything has happened at the anymore and also if you guys are looking for a if you're exclusively on ios um it's gonna have a built-in authenticator 2fa authenticator so basically you don't have to use google authenticator or authy anymore apple's gonna have their own nice nice so that's Yay. good yeah. Now it, it's effectively not going to be helpful if you have different devices like Android and iPhone. So mm -hmm. I don't think there's a way you could have them sync with each other like how Authy does. Oh, they're just not trying hard enough. Yeah. Well, I don't think they. <laughs> why would they need to? You know? No, I know, I know. Why not keep it to themselves or mm -hmm. however that's going to work? It's just a lot easier, and it ropes you into the whole Apple fanboy realm and things, mm -hmm. whatever. So I was 15. It's going to be out in the fall and the supported devices that they listed starts from the iPhone 6s. Now that phone came out in 2015. So it's a five-year-old phone Dang. and they're still getting the newest updates. Might hmm. not have all the cool features because it's hard. The hardware is pretty limited, right? But right. We're still getting a new update. So five years, man, five years That's for for updates on a phone it's rare. for for yeah for a phone that's wild. usually phones like update like every year every other year and you know in terms of the, the hardware and whatnot it's like oh you need the latest and greatest you know give up your old phone and we'll you know yeah. whatever with it and yeah so so if god forbid there are people out there with iphone sixes and whatnot and they're still able to get software updates that's impressive that's yeah, really impressive it definitely is impressive so iphone 6s <clears> or above you're still gonna get ios 15 you know so 
Right, but right. Again, that's always the one thing I always say. It's like the good thing about their software they say they try to support as much devices, at least on yeah. the iPhones, you know, dating back like five years or even more. So yeah, can't back, say that for Android. Android will be two years, you're already outdated. And like, well, I'll never get another update. <laughs> yeah, it's probably six months out. You never know. Yeah, no, it's just, yeah, this darn six month old technology, it's obsolete. Yeah, no, it's uh yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, kudos that they actually try to be as backward compatible as possible. That that's can be hard to do, but that can also just be a matter of, of planning how the hardware is going to update so that as the software updates and new ideas come into it, that the backwards compatibility is, is easier because the hardware is still similar enough that it can actually hand, handle you know whatever the new features might be. In some cases, yeah, like you mentioned, there are going to be hardware limitations. It's going to happen with the best of them yeah. because you know five years ago they didn't think, oh yeah, we need to have something that uh, uh, you know can you know cook rotisserie chicken or something like that. And obviously, the <laughs> ISO. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying. You get I don't what I'm think, saying. No voice isolation. I don't think that was something in their minds. Five. Yeah, okay, let's go with that. Voice isolation. Yeah, something, something a little more relevant. So they and might also, not have had that. Obviously, the hardware isn't there. Also, they have uh, something called if if you have, you know, a pay subscription to iCloud, then they have a private relay. So that's like their oh. own VPN. I remember. Yeah, I remember touching on that a bit too. Yeah, yeah. It, like I said, it's been a while, but yeah, I remember you touching. Remember, I remember that as well. So that's iOS 15. There's so much more uh, to cover, but we just don't have the time. No. <laughs> really, you don't want to go on for a few hours about it because I know I would. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, <laughs> there's also iPad OS 15. Um, mm -hmm. Not too much stuff intrigued me about that, so I'm just gonna skip it. But you know, you guys to read up on it. Yep, yep, yep. yep Mac yep, OS yep. Monterey, which is you know the next operating system for your Mac computers. Right, right. So Mac uh, OS Monterey. So there's a lot of different features. So they updated Safari, different design this time. Mm -hmm. Completely like, I don't know. I mean, it looks good, but I know from my experience when using Safari, every time they say it looks good and I try it out, it just sucks. So <laughs> that's my, <laughs> that's been my experience. So right on, right on, you know, I've been a Mac user since 2006 and right. it's 2021. Safari has not changed my mind at all. So, <laughs> <laughs> so and I don't think it's going to do any wonders. So I hope, there least. you go. But there, uh, and obviously there are better browsers out, out, out there at this point. Yeah. So maybe, maybe they're just trying to play keep up, you know, for, for you know, just keep Apple, Apple stuff. But yeah, I, I, I mean, based on what you're saying, it sounds like it's just, it just isn't working for them and, Maybe it'll go the way of Internet Explorer. Who knows? It seems unlikely to me, but no, anything is possible. They, yeah, they yeah. can't go away like Internet Explorer. I mean, to get rid of Safari, I mean, Safari on the iPhone, it's, it's the, it's, I think it's the number one web browser on, on mobile. Huh? So you, you can't get rid of Safari. You just, wow, you, okay. you just, all right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. There's well, no way. Cause everything is so tight in. If, Especially everyone using Apple Pay. Mm. Um, other Apple services. Yeah, other yeah. Apple services. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. just requires Safari. There's right. No, there's no way around it. Right, right. Well, okay. Well, then I guess I need to work it, you know, work it better from the uh, the desktop uh, laptop version of it and see if it'll improve some as opposed to being like really great on, on the iPhone. So we'll have to see. Or mobile yeah. device. And yeah. also, they also announced... And I think this is actually the the cool part of uh, Mac OS 
Monterey. Let me search for that. It is called. Oh, yeah, there we go. It's called Universal Control. That was so cool. When you that showed was, me the clip about that, that was just wicked cool. I, I, I'll try not to fanboy too hard of that one because he, I mean, that I, I'm not giving light. That actually was really cool. I'm not, I'm not yeah. the biggest Apple fan. You'll find, but good God, that was actually kind of cool. Yeah. So, so basically, go, what go it on. is, what the feature is that with, if you have your Mac installed with Mac, Mac OS Mon, Monterey, and you have the latest iPads, a, a newer version of iPad. Right. And let's say you want to basically be able to control them you know, from your computer, from your MacBook. Mm -hmm. You could do that. You could control your iPad using your MacBook, MacBook Pro or MacBook Air or even your iMac. And what right. it basically does, it's let's say you're it, think of it like a second monitor, kind of not really a second monitor, but it it's, yeah. it's presented that way. Right. You can right. move your mouse cursor to your iPad screen and automatically yeah. detect you, it. You could swap between machines. That that was the part that just blew me away to watch that happen. And like, you could <gasps> drag and oh drop God. files so mm -hmm. from your iPad mm -hmm. to your computer to your right. Mac Pro. So let's say that you have like a a uh, drawing on your iPad and you want to throw that into a presentation or into Final Cut Pro or something. You just drag and drop that file from your iPad and it goes directly into your MacBook Pro or your iMac. It was so wicked cool. I, I I mean honestly, I was really impressed with that. Yeah. It was it was super cool to watch. Yeah, it was impressive. And I feel like in my mind, I was like, man, I need newer Macs. <laughs> like, man, <laughs> man, I need newer Macs. We need to get more Apple products. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I get it. <laughs> so obviously <clears throat> no, this feature requires I read the you no know, requirements. So right. it really needs a Mac that's I think in the I think 2016 or newer. Okay, okay. And also, you basically have to have Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and also enable handoff. That's what they use as this kind of okay, okay, you know, technology to like really kind of connect stuff. Well, it may make sense. You hand off whatever you're doing from mm -hmm. one machine to another. I mean, it, it makes sense when you kind of linguistically think about that. All right. Yeah. So the sense. so the handoff uh, capability has been around for quite a while. Basically, it's for example, if you're on your iPhone. And you're browsing on, you know, a web page on Safari. And let's say you want to see on the computer, you just, you know, your computer, you go to a computer and then it sees like, hey, your your iPhone had this browser open. And then you just click on it. And then the browser on the computer will, you know, will Pull open up, up and yeah. just kind of, you know, go back to the same place where you were on your iPhone. Right, so, right. So it's building yeah, off from that. Yeah, no, it it that is that was just really make it cool to watch. You know, uh, to actually watch that demo where he had like literally three machines. You know, the big, you know, Macintosh along with you know the iPad and some other device that he had. And he was just like going between all three of them. You know, with, you know, with a mouse and a keyboard. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And I, I mean, really, I I was I was actually really impressed with that. It was, that was actually really slick. I like. Yeah, that. it was right. I mean, I I watched. I was like, I think. It's weird. Like I think that, like out of the whole keynote, that was the one that I found very impressive. Oh yeah, no, no. I mean, it, I, I'm with you on that one. Which I mean, is kind of sad because <laughs> <So, like, every, laughs> no, everything no. else is just like, oh, okay, I've seen it. Well, no, I mean, you, you could argue. Well, yeah, it's hard to come up with new innovations. You know, when the founder has passed on and he doesn't have his creative mind working on you know what the next thing can be to shape humanity. You know, for lack of a better way of putting that. Um, so they're trying to. 
stay ahead of the curve, if you will, kind of really stay, you know keep keep an edge out there. And frankly, this this uh, this universal control thing arguably falls into that category. Um, you know, just because if you have stuff on one machine, you want to put it on the other, or just transfer, just whatever you want to do, you just go and you're bam done yeah you need newer machines to do it yeah you got to update to monterey and have all these you know protocols turned on but yeah you know what if you if you could do it holy god how this yeah. go i mean i mean just even at, at a basic level you could have like you know your your ipad like near somebody else's ipad and then you just share it across literally you just share it across i think that it only works if they're logged into your iCloud account so that's how that's how the technology works. So you have to have the same iCloud account, right? Okay, on your device. Okay, because well, it'd be kind of creepy if you if someone else is well able to do that on someone else's computer. It's like, wait a minute, you're not in my account. And so well, no, well, of, no, well, you know, I I can see that, but by the same token, it's it's not much different than like if you know if you and I shared a Dropbox account or something like that, we would just yeah. share files that way. It's, it's arguably the same concept. Um, you know, it's just, I mean, maybe, we have maybe they'll add that feature later. Download. Right, right, but but it, conceptually, it's the same idea. Now you're saying that's only got you know the same iCloud uh, um, account uh, account would you know could go across machines. Okay, that that's understandable. It's a privacy security thing. I could totally get that. But you know what? If you're in an office setting, if it's just like a small group, like it's you and I, or you know a couple of other people, we could all share one iCloud account and transfer files among ourselves. Technically, you know, work. right? You know, I'm just just throw that out there. It's a lot, you know, a lot of file sharing, but. You know, and and you probably have to you know create folders or you know do whatever, or it just it just works that way. I, I I'm not totally savvy with iCloud, but I mean, I it's hard to say. I mean, I have to be able to test this, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I won't be able to test this because I don't have newer Max. So well, <laughs> so, if anybody wants to contribute like, money to tech that does it, by by God, we are all accepting money to test these well, new Apple see, products. You know, good segue. <laughs> I don't have newer Max because these these are the ones that it requires. Right on. So. Right if on. you want to use this feature, you know, and this is just basic requirements. So even some feature like universal control, you know, you might need a newer machine. So right, you have an right. iMac that's late 2015 or later, then you can install Mac OS Monterey. Right. You know, if you have an iMac Pro that's 2017 and later, mm. you are supported. MacBook Air, minimum requirements early 2015 and later. Same thing with the MacBook Pro, early right. 2015. Mac Pro, late 2013. It's weird why some machines they yeah. only support starting 2015, but then there's two desk, one desktop, Mac Pro. Note the minimum right. requirement is a late 2013. Well, it sounds like it's probably probably either a spec thing or the or maybe they all have like a specific type of hardware that just makes it work. That that's it's also the, I can think one of. of the most expensive machines, so I think it'll piss a lot of people off if they right. support it. So. I got to spend another three grand for what? Yeah, yeah I I, yeah. I can see the the, the Mac Mini arguing that. Now this was really confusing. The Mac Mini late twenty fourteen, which doesn't make any sense. Wow. Like the Mac Mini out of this whole entire category of list that they support is the cheapest Mac. Now the mini are, are like those little square box yep. things, right? Yeah, okay. I'm right. you know, the the one I killed when you when you and I were working together at uh, at that web hosting company. I think I brought you. Can you save it? Yeah, or or somebody over there. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Mac Mini. Yeah. So I don't know why they would support a late 2014, which is the least powerful one. Well, it it that, again. So it, it, I don't. It, 
it seems to lend credence that, that maybe there's there's some hardware component that allows for it, and that's why it works. That that I, I'm it's pure speculation on my part. I, I don't no know. Idea, I just feel there's picking and choosing. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, pick this then, one. Let me get let me get my dartboard. And, yeah. and then the MacBook, which they don't sell anymore. So uh, early 2016 <laughs> and later. Wow. So so basically, you need some sort of a machine that's 2015 or later. Sounds like it. Just Sounds to get like it installed. We're not talking about like universal control. You know, I think you need a 2016 or later. Okay. okay. From what I read. But, right. you know, they dropped a lot of support for, it's weird. Like on the iPhone side, they're good at supporting older devices. But on the Mac side, they just suck at it. I don't know why. <laughs> on the Mac <laughs> side, they just suck at it. So if you have a 2014, 2013, you're out of luck. Well, probably should upgrade anyways, but yeah. 24, if you if you are on a 2013, 2014, and a machine that's not a Mac Pro or Mac Mini, then you're out of luck. So okay. Well, I don't have any of that, so you know what? Apparently, I'm out of luck. Oh well. Yeah, I have mean, to work on that. you won't be able to install Mac OS Monterey officially. So right, right. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I that's always the one thing I was, that always bugged me about their Mac support. Like they don't. Their software, because I know for a fact, like a 2013, 2014 should be able to have the capability of running. There is no way. Yeah. You know, they're all Intel Max. Right. Right. Know, up to up to the 2020 models. So I was like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we know what you're doing, Apple. You want us to buy newer Macs. <laughs> well, right. Well, in theory, it'll be faster and better and all that happy stuff. But yeah, I mean, but, you know. I, again, it, it just it just sounds like th there's a specific hardware component that that is allowing for it. But and again, I mean, it, it just I feel like they have like a dartboard and just like okay, let's see which Mac. that's what I figured. That's what I figured. Just have a few <laughs> beers. You can't aim straight. Pfft, hey, look at that! What I landed on there. Yeah. I did. Oh, sure. sorry, 2014 users. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, let's play the Wheel of Years. Oh, 2014. Yeah, yeah. There's really no. I mean, I I don't know. It's just. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't buy it that a 2013 or a 2014 Mac computer can't run Mac OS Monterey, even though it could run on Big Sur, which is right now. Yeah. So yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the crazy part of the whole thing, I know that, oh, these, I, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of go on a limb about this just to make sure I'm right about it. Uh, they, that if you try to upgrade Monterey to an older machine like that, that can't handle it, it actually won't let you do yeah, it. Yeah, it won't let you install Right. Which I always thought was kind of weird because I remember like trying to upgrade like uh, uh like a, like Chrome or something like that. And because the machine was so old, it wouldn't let me do it. I'm like, yeah. Oh, this blows. So, you know, I had to get a new machine in order to upgrade. You know, yeah, a new operating system or something. Like yeah. That, what? So. Yeah. It was really nuts. But like, that, yeah. that is Mac OS Monterey. And yeah. they also announced stuff for watch OS. You have Apple watch. Right. I have right. an Apple Watch. I haven't really looked into that, but yeah. that was WWDC. Just a quick nice. note of it. So things that I found impressive. Yeah, you know, yeah. Well, I'm eager to, definitely eager to hopefully test out or at least look at or somehow fiddle I mean, around with I the universal control. I want to test out that universal control, but I, I yeah. need a newer Mac. Well, you know what? We're just going to have to ask our listeners for money. That's what we'll need to do. Please yeah. donate to... Whatever PayPal account we haven't created yet for you know for tech that doesn't buy. Oh no, what we 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 don't <laughs> we don't want that yet. And you know, we don't feel like we. Oh, we, that we, that's not entirely true. <laughs> no, no, we're, we want to build no, no, trust. No. Want to build yeah. trust. Make sure that you know if no, we no, ever no. do open up some sort of Patreon page or something that mm -hmm. we want mm -hmm. to be able to know that 
you know, you can trust us with reviews. So yeah. we're still building that trust. You can still trust us, really. Totally. Let's move yeah. on to our next topic. And, All right. You no, know, our thumbnail says security. So let's talk about some let's security. talk about security. Good God. Security. Oh man. All right. So this being our essentially our security episode of whatnot, since mm-hmm. after this we're gonna talk about the air tags or at least touch mm-hmm. on it for a short touch bit. on it for a little bit. Right. So um Amazon Sidewalk has come out today. Uh it was launched for Amazon Echo speakers, newer generation ring products, tile trackers, and some other devices as well. Uh, I, I I checked the devices, the Amazon stuff that I have. It's not for Amazon Fire tablets. Okay. Or any Amazon Fire TV related. Right. I didn't right. see those yeah. on the list. But most most of it was basically just just mostly Amazon Echo products, ring, like the, yeah, like ring the devices, God, some other right, ring, and and a couple of ring devices, a specific ring devices. Okay, so the technology it's in and of itself uses the wireless low energy Bluetooth protocol and the 900 megahertz radio signal. Uh, which allows data to pass between compatible devices potentially up to a half a mile. Uh, the 900 megahertz radio signal is the same frequency band that's used by amateur UHF radio broadcasts, as well as digital television, which is why the range can be extended so far. Yeah. So, um, briefly ex- describe what is Amazon Sidewalk. What is it supposed to do? Well, okay. So, well, this I was going to get to that. So, okay. So, the the process of this, as as I read is that it creates what are called sidewalk bridges uh, from your home to other people's sidewalk-enabled devices. And what it does, it uses a small sliver of your house's Wi-Fi bandwidth, uh, which creates a sort of a network within a network, uh, which is then what allows the range to extend to a half mile because you can sort of uh, bridge from, say, like from my house to Joe Blow across the street if he's got something and then if there's a house on the other side you, you can hook up to that and then just keep going that's basically what what the process is for that so it's sort of leapfrogging in a manner of speaking but it creates all these bridges that can go across and arguably basically up to like a half a mile so it was really kind of kind of gnarly to, to, to read about this yeah. now in terms of the bandwidth the maximum amount of bandwidth used for each sidewalk bridge transmission is 80 kilobits per second or about 10 kilobytes per second uh, which caps overall at 500 megabytes. So, mind you, though these these packets that they're talking about the uh, in terms of, uh, of 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 all these devices talking to each other are really small, uh, and mm-hmm. they're mainly just and all they are they're mainly just commands like to turn your lights on and off, uh, do authentication requests, and, and that sort of thing. Um, but this networkception does not allow people to see or access your sidewalk devices. So basically. Amazon, uh, while they were originally envisioning the smart home, they're now looking at the smart neighborhood is what they're trying to do here. So basically, we're tr- they're trying to integrate all these houses that will have all these ring devices, all these uh, 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 Alexa devices, as well as uh, uh, the Echoes and all that good stuff. They're trying to basically to integrate all these houses together, um, oh, which okay. ought to be inter- yeah, which ought to be interesting to see how they're going to pull this off. That's now, creepy. <laughs> yeah, it, it there creepy. there is. Well, it's interesting that, that you react that way. And I'll, and I'll touch on that in a little bit there. Okay, so the, the new tech, the wild part about this new tech doesn't even require any new hardware for you to do it. It's just a software upgrade. However, the device itself does have to be a fairly new generation of devices, roughly within the past few years, about 2015, 2016, some a little later than that, like up to 2017. Um, in short, if you have a semi-new Amazon Echo, a ring floodlight cam, 
or a ring spotlight cam wired, which I have mm -hmm. two of those myself, you already have the technology in place to pull this off. Okay. Yeah. Unless you opt out. Uh, well, uh, yes, that's exactly right. You can opt out of that. And I'll get to that as well. I, I got a lot that I, I read about this. I was trying to make sure I understood what I was going to talk about because it was really, really crazy here. Okay. So now the big caveat to, to note about this is that per Amazon, per Amazon, the use of your slurred bandwidth does not allow outsiders access to your Wi-Fi network. Okay. This is because the outside of, of your home devices, these outside devices themselves are not joining your Wi-Fi network. And thus, you won't see them listed as additional devices on your network either. And right. of course, the con the converse is true. So the 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 way I, I kind of envision it is, is basically literally like a hidden network that or a ghost network that's kind of running between the houses in a manner of speaking if you want to think of it that way i mean yeah you see like all these invisible lines connecting from here to joe blow from here to you or you know all the other neighbors around it and then it just kind of maps itself out in a big web of interconnectivity all right right and and basically the impression i got was that there there's no there's no obviously no network involved. It's just the cloud servers that are running this all together, and they're running all these little commands that go back and forth all over the place. But um, what was I going to say? The um, uh, just drew a blank. But the 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 but that's that's basically what it all is. Is it's just the, it, it's its own network with the cloud kind of being the hub of the whole thing. The the, oh, the, okay. the and like an Amazon cloud server is a hub of this whole thing. Now. As you're mentioning about how creepy this is, obviously this sounds like a like a potential privacy and security issue, right? Mm -hmm. um, since obviously the smart obviously the smart home tech will usually require that the user share device and user data with the servers of a private company, aka Amazon. Here, the services are expanding here. That the first sure. I mean, obviously you've got your own uh, network of information within your house for your ring devices or, or your Alexa. And that's obviously going up to, to Amazon to answer questions, make queries and all that other fun stuff to make it a smart home. And of course, to be wired to, to, uh, to your, to your light fixtures or something like that, you've got all that data going out. Um, so with all, with services expanding for this, um, obviously whatever you're, whatever you are, uh, with these extra services, you're also sharing more with Amazon. Right, it would stand to yeah. reason that. Now, Amazon did write up a very detailed white paper about how it ensures that sidewalk transmissions will stay private and secure. Now, I am not—I did not read this. Um, I know that if I were an engineer, I'm sure I would find it fascinating, and 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 I probably would find all sorts of holes and go, "Oh my God, this is you know, this win the Nobel Prize." I am neither, and I I <laughs> so I didn't read it, but I I would imagine it, that. They really probably, I hope, thought this through well enough that there wouldn't be any any security holes, if you will, in regards to that. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but still a little bit creepy. So I yeah. rather I rather just opt out, and you could do that by using the Alexa app. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you could totally read that. Yeah, you could totally opt out of it. Uh, yeah, and uh, basically, but the thing to remember about this, the thing to remember about this, Amazon Sidewalk. For those of you who look this up in your Alexa and, or your Ring app. It is enabled by default. Yeah. So you have already are being, you know, forced to opt in about this. You don't want any part of this. You know what? Go into your settings on, on in there. You may have to poke around a little bit. I don't have specifics. Go into settings, find it, disable it. So yeah, it's that, uh, open the Alexa app. Right. Go to more. 
then settings, account settings, and then Amazon right. Sidewalk. Right, exactly. And toggle now, disable. Right. Now, it, uh, now, I'll defend Amazon a little bit on this. They basically compared themselves, in terms of at least from a security standpoint, they compared themselves to the post office, which the post office being the, the Amazon Sidewalk network server that's in the cloud, their, their, their cloud server, where the postal workers only read the envelope on, um, information, but not the contents of the envelope itself. So basically, okay. this this packet of data, yeah, it's being handled by Sidewalk. They're you know they're they're fiddling with it. Oh, where does it got to go? But the the data itself isn't being seen by Sidewalk, so they're just handling it, but they're not looking at it. They're just sending it off to where it's got to go, and and along with that, any routing data that the packing that the packet uses is deleted in twenty four hours. Uh, and Amazon wrote basically as a comment to this quote unquote. As a crowdsourced community benefit, Amazon Sidewalk is only as powerful as the trust of our com customers. I'm sorry. Amazon Sidewalk is only as powerful as the trust our customers place in us to safeguard customer data. All right. So, <laughs> and, 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 you know, we can make all sorts of Yeah, you know, we can make all sorts of commentary about how well they teach, treat their employees and how they try to bust unions and all. You know, we could go on and on about that. So, you know, customer data, yeah. The one thing that kind of struck me about this, um, just as a personal thought, now, you're more of an IT guy and I, than I am about this, but I, I fiddled with my own network here and, and whatnot to know that that log files are created, error logs, uh, uh, tracking mm -hmm. logs, whatever it is, log files are created. At some point, I can warrant seeing that something criminal might happen with, uh, 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 with something. So let's say, as, as an example, this may not be a very good example. Um, some guy gets mugged. His wallet is taken, and um, um, you know, and it happens to have like a tile in it, so that it actually can track the wallet, right? Right. So the guy holds onto the wallet. He gets back to his apartment. He he pulls out, you know, whatever money's in it, whatnot. Tosses the wallet aside, leaves it in his apartment. Nobody cares about it at this point. Now, the only way to track the wallet would be to do it within twenty four hours. Or at least that's what they're suggesting. I would almost put money down that somewhere the deleted data is probably getting copied somewhere else so that if the cops or the feds or whomever needs this data somewhere there's a server that contains that they can look up the historical data go, oh yeah we're looking for this particular tile this is where it's now currently located or this is where it was located at last within the last 24 hours or something like that now it's a paranoid delusion on my part. I admit that. I'm just thinking. No, I mean, it's okay to be paranoid about it. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, <laughs> just because you're you, paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get no, you. No, I mean, yeah, like, no. you know, if, you know, if a company says that, oh, yeah, we delete logs all the time, like, okay. Like, yeah, sure you do. How much right, do yeah. we trust you? And, like, you could say it, but it's right. true. Right. Well, there's like that whole TikTok thing that, uh, um, that happened a while back about uh, uh, former President Trump was, you know, was supposed to have made some kind of deal that uh, that the these Chinese servers that you know ran TikTok would delete whatever data they were collecting on us and whatnot, and you know they would you know for sure delete it. I'm thinking, yeah, right, they will. So it it's just there is there is a trust issue somewhere, and it really depends on how you feel about Amazon. That that's really the long and short of it. If you think Amazon is God's gift to capitalism and all this other good stuff, and they serve you well and all that, you know what? You probably would trust them and you'll go along with it. And, that, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I, on the other hand, tend to be considerably more skeptical about large corporations that, you know, delve that 
that deeply into your privacy yeah. that uh uh you know they, they obviously don't treat their, their workers all that well as, as there have been time and again lawsuits have gone all this other stuff it suggests to me that maybe mm, do you really want to trust them it's skeptical really to me because you're automatically opt-in i don't like things that automatically right. opt-in right you. that's no a that's a big reason. one that's a big one it's like that's a big one yeah i mean who are they who are like, they to decide for doing? me it's like Right. Why do you think I want this? I don't want it. Right. So and, don't opt and, in. Don't opt in. Right. No, that that's exactly it. I mean, I I'll, I'll note for this and said you you know like oh my god this is creepy and all this other stuff. Yeah, I mean you were spot on. My wife the other day had contacted me about this. I mean I, I guess the the ring app. So she's sort of the she has like the main ring app that actually controls the uh, uh the devices in our house. I have the ring app as well, but she's like the administrator for it. And I guess it updated. She's the ringleader. There you go. She's the ringleader. She's a running ringleader. the circus. She is running the circus at her our house. And as the ringleader, ringleader, but okay. I know, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh no, no. She she's got both roles. So she she obviously got an update to her phone that basically said, "Hey, welcome to Amazon Sidewalk," and yada yada yada. Here's what it does, and all this and this. So she skimmed all this data uh, or all this information. And she obviously got the overwhelming urge, like you did, to disable it and did so. She just flat out told me, Jeff, I'm just letting you know I disabled Sidewalk. You ought to look into this because I have no idea what it is. I'm like, oh, okay. So so that's why you and I are talking about this on this yeah. show. Because I'm like, yeah, you know what? Security is important. Let's talk about that. So there we yeah. are. So, I mean, I, I don't like I don't like that. Like, they just automatically, oh, you're opting. Yeah. Like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Right, right. I mean, if they if they had said, okay, this is what it does, but maybe make, give a, a much clearer description of what all this stuff does. You know, obviously they have to put it more in layman's terms because not everybody's you know, as tech as we are in times. They might actually understand it a little better. Yeah. Um, but probably a it, video about it. Maybe there is. Like maybe there is. Video. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But still, it's like, uh, yeah, you know what? I, I'm if I want to opt in, I will. But yeah, I don't need you to do it for me. You know, but at least hopefully enough people will have the wherewithal, I hope, that they would you know, go, yeah, you know what? I should look into this as opposed to just blindly accepting, oh, Amazon is wonderful. I'll do whatever they want me to do and then just leave it on. You know, and yeah. it's like, mm. so, I mean, that that's for every company, not just Amazon. Yeah. Oh, no, no, all companies should abide by that. I, I agree. Mm -hmm. But Am Amazon, obviously, being the big mega corporation that it is, obviously, is a is a consideration, a bigger consideration because they're they're, they're very much involved in our lives here so that that's a big one there yeah so, so that's one thing to be aware of so yep. if you're if you don't want to opt be opt-in and amazon sidewalk quickly go in the alexa app yep. and then you'll there'll be a way for you to opt out right same with the ring app as well so it, mm -hmm. it goes both ways in there so as so, far as i figure but either way yeah so that that's a little security yep. and you know I don't know. It's a weird thing. Amazon sidewalk. I mean, like, does anything good ever come out from a sidewalk? <laughs> <laughs> well, and you got dogs, you know, doing their business along no. there. You get the weird stuff it? in the gutter. Have you seen the movie It? Pennywise. Uh, yeah, right, right. And there's that. <laughs> oh, ain't good. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even think of that. Holy cow, Simon! My god. Yeah. So I was like, uh, <laughs> no, that's not a good name. <laughs> well, I mean, argue you could say it's the gutter, but oh, he's still it's sidewalk it's gutter. It's sidewalk it's, related. They're not yeah. that far apart. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like the guy, they gotta call it Amazon sidewalk. They can't, they can't call it Amazon gutter. Yeah, right. <laughs> so because <laughs> you find like hobos in there or something, you don't want to do that. Yeah. So, right. yeah. Opt out. All right. If you want. Yeah. To. Yeah. It sounds like, I mean, obviously it's a personal choice, but 
you know, I, I, I would probably recommend opting out until you learn more about it. And, you know, I, I, like I said, I read a lot about this, to make sure I kind of understood what was going on. It, it sounds really secure. I will give it that. I've not read the white paper on it. I'm not going to read it either, but it, it sounds pretty, pretty secure. And if it actually does what it's supposed to do, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's not a bad way to go. <clears throat> Excuse me, but still, I don't need you choosing for me about what to do about it. So there is yeah. that. And, and I do have, I'm willing to wait a few months, six months down the road to see if there are any privacy or security issues that pop up. Because if it's one thing I've learned about crowdsourcing as a whole, uh, especially with games, um, gamers will find all sorts of bugs in a given game. They'll, 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 they'll tell you about it and they'll, you know, take screen captures and all that stuff. And that's actually helps the developers improve it. Same idea with this. They're going to, you know, obviously they, they, they've rolled it out to everybody today who has not opted out. So a lot of feedback is going to be provided. And there's yeah. somebody to be like, yeah, I totally want to do this so I could provide data back to Amazon. Okay, let's, let's see what we got. So I, I'm curious to see what, what's going to happen in three to six months down the line. Let's, I, I want to see where that goes. Well, same here. So we'll keep an eye out. For sure, for sure. So next thing we're going to talk about is... Air tags. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So Apple is rolling out a new AirTag software update. Yep. And the reason why it's because there's a certain change that it's basically apply that is in this firmware. Mm -hmm. So basically this firmware addresses the issue where, you know, the, uh, Apple is adjusting the period of time it takes for AirTags to play a sound alert after being separated from the owner. So if the AirTag right. is, you know, misplaced by the owner and separated, mm -hmm. you know, this firmware update will now play a sound after it's been separated from its owner at a random time within an interval of eight hours and 24 hours. Oh, okay. Because at launch, if you're running the old firmware, AirTag will play a sound if, if it's, if it's separated by the, from the owner, you know, for longer than three days. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember. I remember. I, th I thought they had dropped it to only twelve hours instead of a random number. So I, I thought that was kind of that's kind of curious. An interval of eight hours and twenty four hours, apparently. Okay. With right, the new right. firmware, and they also confirmed that it's working on an Android app that would detect air tags and other Find My Able accessories. So if there's a if you have an Android phone and you install their air tag detection app, then you could. Theoretically, if you find an air tag somewhere in your vicinity, you could scan it and possibly possibly contact the original owner hmm. to say, "Hey, you found your air tags." Nice. Cool. No. Yeah. But so here's my experience so far with getting the firmware. I still have not got the firmware yet because oh, it, well. it's it's not like where you could go into the Find My App and press oh hit update. It's like over the air, so it's at random times. And it's been five days already. I still have not received it. So I don't know what the hell is going on. Well, there's that and many. I'm reading comments like not while, everyone but... that received it yet. So, huh? So well, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you already have the update and you don't need it, which, no, which sounds I, dumb. I, no. I checked the firmware version. Oh, for, oh, you checked it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, I mean, I mean, unless there are so many air tags out there that it requires that, it, that they, a metered rollout occur. Yeah. Which is the only thing I could think of. I mean, if, I don't know how. I don't know how. Honestly, big... if, if that's how they're going to update the future firmwares, they need to change that because that's stupid. 
Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. That's uh, dumb. Uh, Just do it well, like how they do it in every single iOS update, you know? Every single yeah. thing they have on their device. You go to software and update, <laughs> like that. Well, Put there's that, that in the MiFi app. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so you can't just manually update it on your own. You have to, I can't. Have to be on it. I gotta wait. Oh, lame. Yeah. Oh, that is lame. Yeah. Okay. It is lame. All right. It's like, come on. It's like, what? It's like, <laughs> so we're talking about this because we've been testing out the air tags and we're doing right. a video review on it. Right. And we're still working on it because there's some yeah. things that we're, we're still trying to figure out if it works. Yeah. Well, it, 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 there were some logistics involved. We'll, yeah. we'll get, definitely get a review out soon, but soon, but it's going you know, to be, be, be a little, be a little later. Yeah. yeah. Just, just be patient. Right? There's things that we're kind of confused about that, like, is this supposed to have it works? Right. Or we're doing right. it wrong. So we don't know. Right. So we're okay. But our overall impression is that, no, the precision tracking works if you have yep. an iPhone 12. Okay. Right, right. But, you know, we noticed that there's obviously a range. Yes. You know, so we we did like some other testing that, I'd say maybe a little bit out of the normal range, but we don't know if we're doing it right or not. So we'll yeah. see. So I, my impression is that it works, but it's really, it's really a device to track lost items. Right. Like your keys, wallet. Yes. And things like that right and it's not really for other things right right about doing that certain thing that we're trying to do which right right the reason why we're being so cryptic is because we don't, we don't want to spoil the video so we don't want to spoil the video yeah there's, there's a lot so, of work so we're, we're doing this thing out. the thing and then that thing <laughs> we do this other thing the thing a thing the thing yeah. things yeah <laughs> so what do you what what do you think jeff uh, well, I think the thing is definitely thingy and full of the things. It's, oh my God. Well, no, the, I, I I like the AirTags. The concept is really good. And I think when we were working with it, we definitely learned a lot about what it seems to do and not do. Mm -hmm. I, I think there there's a lot we could test with it because as, as I understand it, and, and, and Simon, correct me if I'm wrong, if I, if I understood this. You're right. wrong. Why is it? I, I probably, yeah. I, what are you, my wife? No, it's... it's um. <laughs> No. The, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 uh, <laughs> you and your mustache, not a chance. Um, since tracking the air tag is kind of a quasi crowdsource type of function, right? Then it sounds like at some point we may need to test it like in a really busy place, like a mall or something like that. So that might be one thought we could try. Yeah, that's one thought. And also, we given that the air tags are in a sense similar to what sidewalk is right but, but see i don't know the details about it i mean all yeah. i know is that it's basically it's kind of a network it's a bluetooth network that's right on other iphones right right with their bluetooth as well so it's like we we did notice that there didn't seem to, it didn't seem to find the air tag with the phone. It didn't come up as like a, a Bluetooth network setting option. Like yeah, you couldn't so find it. it. Yeah. Wait, wait, no, well, no. And, that, and that's an important thing too. I mean, from, at least from a security standpoint, if you want to think of it that way, but the, by the same token, it's like, okay, well, how is it connecting to other people so that we can find it? You know? So there's a lot of, lot of little questions here it's and like, there about. Probably some sort of invisible relay going on. Right. Well, I'll be similar to, to the sidewalk technology I was talking mm -hmm. about. So, yeah, you know, this this may be our big leap forward where now we're all going to be much more interconnected than maybe we really want to be. But, yeah. yeah. So, so I think maybe in our area, not everyone's updated to the latest OS. Right. Maybe that's why. So hmm. 
kind of depends. I mean, maybe, you know, that's the thing only came out in May. Right. And we're, it came out in May. Yeah, somewhere around May. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. If, if not so, May, it was April, but I'm pretty sure it was May. Yeah. So it's not too long. So some people, not everyone automatically jump and update their latest iOS. So, right. Right. So maybe in our area, the area that we tested just didn't have that enough people on their iPhones with newer OS. So that, that actually would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense, which again would warrant certainly a trip to a very busy place where there'd be a lot of people or a good number of yeah. people. Cause so that, you know, that might we, be one thing. I've said it in lost mode. Yeah. Right. So, right. We weren't seeing that. So we're definitely going to do more testing on it. We're, we yeah. definitely got to go somewhere that's more heavily people heavy populated. Yes. Heavily populated people heavy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So maybe a mall for sure, for sure. plaza somewhere. Yeah, no, I, I think, well, no, I mean, that's a, that's an important contrast too, is that, okay, if you lose, if you lose it in your house, you know, is it any easier to find than like, if you lose it outside versus losing it in a mall, Yeah, you know, so, so th those are important things Now we were outside and it was mildly problematic to track it sometimes. I mean, the, the location finder worked. So I mean that for sure. We, so that wasn't a, that big of an issue. There was definitely a range to it. And, um, um. And, and it could get it could it could be muffled or shielded in a manner of speaking or dampened maybe, or maybe maybe the signal was dampened yeah we're using we had dampener fields right it does rely on Bluetooth so it relies on Bluetooth which you know it is is not a bad tech I, I like it a lot but it does have a pretty short range so it's 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 not not ideal I guess in that regard I mean unless you're within which the range we figured was about fifty feet or so that that's about what we worked with yeah before we but, lost the signal. Right before we lost signal, so that that actually might be the magic numbers around fifty feet or so for for Bluetooth. You know, that's not a bad thing necessarily, but yeah. I mean, unless you live in a mansion, then you're kind of screwed. But that's beside the point. But I mean, you know, yeah, but, but get I'll, lost. Well, yeah, you could get lost in your own mansion. Oh yeah, no, I, I'd imagine it could happen. So yeah, it sounds like it sounds like we probably need to do a bit more testing, a little more field work, if you will, um, and we'll go from there for sure. So we'll definitely keep you posted. So maybe uh, if the video doesn't come out this week, it's next week. Somewhere in that range, I'm not gonna make any promises. Don't hold me mm. to it. We, it, it's gonna be a, it's kind of a big deal. This, this is, this is a lot of work here. Yeah, so we gotta focus of, on it a little bit more. So yeah, keep an eye out. Uh, but sure, so sure. far, I like it. I like not, it. Not a bad thing. I like it. You know, I, yeah. uh, we'd love to hear you know any feedback for from our listeners here to uh, see what they think of it if they if they have one, and if it's worked for them. You know, if they've actually lost their keys or you know lost their marbles and they, uh, you know, were able to find them again. So yeah. that's that's a big one. All right, so that does it. That's all the story that we wanted to cover for this week. But, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching or listening. If you are watching us on YouTube, thank you. Make Appreciate sure you hit the it. thumbs up button if you like this video. Subscribe to our channel. Check out some of our other videos that we have been making mm -hmm. for, I don't know, for quite some time now. So Far too long. Far too Far long. Too we don't long. want to count it. But yeah, yeah. A long time, though. Long, long, long time. time. No, we got a lot of videos. You guys can check mm -hmm. out some reviews, some product reviews. And... If you are listening to us on the podcast, thank you. Yep. Really appreciate, appreciate it. That. You know, if you feel free to leave a review on the podcasting platform that you're using. Right, right. And uh, yeah, if we're, uh, if we're not in a certain podcast platform that you use, let us know. Yep, we'll take care of it. Absolutely. Take care Absolutely. Of it. Uh, be sure to also visit us on our website, techthatdoesabite.com. Uh, you can pretty much see all the reviews and the bite cast we've done. Um, and all sorts of other fun videos. You can learn about who we are, what we're all about, and just really just how amazing we are. 
and then you can like and subscribe to us personally. Okay, maybe not. But we just <laughs> well, cool. maybe if you really want to, it's it's up to you. <laughs> um, don't want to exceed that, you know, the having too many friends thing. Anyways, <laughs> by all means, please uh, do visit our website, visit our YouTube channel, um, and uh, you know, leave comments for us, feedback, and all that good stuff. We'd love to hear from you. Yep. Until next time, we'll see you next week. Have a good one, guys. Bye, Take everyone. care. Bye. Bye.